Mesechtes Megillah, Daf Yud, 11 lines, in the bottom of Daf Tes on the base, at the new Mishnah. Just a quick history lesson, on Rish Chaydish Nisan, one year after Yitzhiz B'Tayim, was the Chanukah Mishkan. So the Mishkan was in various places in the Midbar for 39 years, and after that point, the Mishkan was set up in Gilgal for the seven years of Kibush Eretz Yisrael, and for the seven years of Chiluk Eretz Yisrael, or for a total of 14 years. It was then re-established in Shilai for the next 369 years, until Mishkan Shilai was destroyed, and the Plishtim captured Aaron, and finally the Mishkan was set up, in Naiv Irakainim and in Givaim for the last 57 years prior to the Bin Bayez Rishin. And as we know from Sechtus Rashana on that base, the Pasuk says, Bishmain of Abba Meishana, let's say, Spray Saw, Meirtzutayim, in the 480th year after Klaisol went out of Meirtzutayim, that's when the Binyan Bayez English actually occurred. Bayez Rishin actually stood for 410 years, then it was Gullus for 70 years, and finally Bayez was for 420 years. Now, certainly when there was a Bayez English, you couldn't bring any Kabanis outside of the Bayez English as an of but this Issa did not apply during times when there was a Hetabamis, as we will discuss. Also, although in all the periods of the Mishkan, they brought Kabanis on the Mizbech and the Chayshis that Moshe Rabbeinu built, the only time that we actually call that Mizbech, the actual Mizbech, is only when it was in the Mishkan, in the Midbah, as well as it was in Shilai. And the reason is because during those times, the Arnon was actually in the Mishkan together with the Mizbech, and of course we called the Mizbech when it was in the permanent base of Midrash, even without the Arnon, for example, in Bayashani. However, all all the years that the Mishkan was in Gilgal and in Naiv and Givayim, the Mizbech was actually called the Bama referring to the greatness of its level of Kedusha because it was built by Moshe Rabbeinu. In order to understand the Gemara, we have to know that during the times that the Mishkan was in the Midbar and in Shilai, or during the time of Bayez Rishon and Bayez Sheni, there was an Isabamis. It was us to bring any carbon on a Bama and certainly you were not able to bring any carbon on a personal Mizbech called the Bama And this was called Shas Isabamis. But during the times prior to the Mishkan being built, or when the Mishkan was in Gilgal or in or in Givain, it was considered Shas Hetabamis, and you could be mak with certain Kabanis on the Bamagdala and certain Kabanis on a private personal Bama, as we said, called a Bamaktana. And a good cloud to keep in mind is when the urn was with the Mizbeach, that was a time when there was an Isabamis, but when the urn was not together with the Mizbeach, or there was no urn at all, for example, prior to the Mishkan being built, then there was a Hetabamis. And we begin the Mishnah, in Bamagdala or Bamaktana, there's no difference between the Kabanis you could bring on a Bamagdala, the Mizbeach that Moshe Rabbeinu made, as Rashi says, which is a personal Bama, aside from the Karm Pesach, that you can only bring a Karm Pesach on a Bama G'dayla. And of course, it's mashma from the ratio that any other carbon cannot be brought on a Bama G'tana and not on a Bama G'dayla. And the Mishnah continues, that cloud, this is the general rule, of anything that you could bring as a Nedadava, carbon Bama could be brought on a Bama G'tana. Any carbon that is a Chiyah to be brought is not a Nedadava, not a Nedadava, any carbon Bama cannot be brought on a Bama G'tana. We begin the Gemara Psachim Lisulai. We send in the Mishnah that the only thing that can be brought in Abba Magdala is Psachim, is the Karim Pesach, and it says in Lashin Rabbin because it's referring to Pesach Rishain and to Pesach Sheni. The Gemara is that that's not necessarily the case because we see actually a steer between the Rish and the Sefer. Although in the Rish it's Mashma that the only carbon that can be brought on Abba Magdala is the Karim Pesach, but we see in the Sefer that it says that anything that's a Chayiv and it's not something that's brought as a Ned and a Dava cannot be brought on Abba Magdala. And Rash says, but by a Bamagdol, we know how Makriven Kabbalah Siba they will bring and be Makriven Kabbalah Siba like a Tomid and a Musaf. The Kasach Daitach and now the Havamin Gemara is the Af Chayvus Siba Shein Kavul and Zban Hay Kraven Bar that any Chayvus Siba, even if it doesn't have a Kavul Dikazman, they would actually bring it. For example, a Parham Davishal Siba or a Sira Vedizar, which is a Chayvan and Siba, even though it's not a set time, for example, like a Karim Pesach or like a Tomid and the Karim Musaf. And just keep in mind that there's no question to the Gemara that a carbon that is a Chayv on 
a yachid, for example, a chatas and osham cannot be brought on a bamigdoyla. That's definitely not even part of the question. However, the Gemara answers when the Mishnah stated that you can let it bring on a bamigdoyla only psachim. It doesn't mean a karm pesach alone. It means any carbon that's similar to a karm pesach that's a chayiv on a tziba and it's kavul and zman. So, for example, the tamishal shachar, the tamishal ben rabayim, and the kabbalas musaf are all chayiv as and the kavul and zman, and you're allowed to bring them on a bamigdoyla. However, the Mishnah is definitely telling us that you can't bring something that's not a chayiv that's kavul and zman. So, for example, a parham davishal tziba or siyar beidazara was not able to be brought on a bamigdoyla even at the time of heta bamis. Mark continues and explains the money and who's on mission going like Rav Shimon. It's going like the sheet of Rav Shimon. The time we will have a price, Rav Shimon, Rav Shimon states, that even the Tziba would not makrav on a bamagdoyla, aside for the Kabbalah's Pesach, and all other chayvahs that kavul and zman, have a chayvah in kavul and zman, but if you have a chayvah that's not kavul and zman, as we explained, like a parham davish al Tziba and Tziyar v'dizar, hachavahachalikar, if it didn't make a difference, if it was a bamagdana or a bamagdoyla, you weren't able to be makrav that on a mizbech, even bishas heta abamis. Rashi points out that although this is the sheet of Rav Shimon in and the Rabbanon actually arguing on Rav Shimon, the Rabbanon hold that any carbon that's brought by a tziba, even if it's not kavul and zman, can be brought even on the Bamagdala, even at the time that the Mishka was set up in Gilgal, and even though it wasn't in the Midbar, it would still have a din that you could still bring those carbonas. And Lefizah, our Mishnah is going specifically like Rav Shimon, that restricts the ability to bring carbonas on the Bamagdala to those carbonas, that carbonas tziba, that are kavul and zman. And we continue with the Mishnah, that there's no difference between Mishkan Shiloh when it was in the city of Shiloh for 369 days and the city of Yushlaim when the base of Migdash, the Bayez Rishon and Bayez Shani was situated in Yushlaim. Aside from that in Shiloh, they would be able to eat Kachim Kalam and Bayez in the entire city and not only in the entire city, but even in any place that's outside the city, they were able to see the city. And the Rabbeinu Hananel's mashpah that not that you could see the city, but you actually had to see the Mokam of the Mishkan that was in Shiloh. Some Rishonim explained that you don't only look at the perspective of that person that was standing outside of Shiloh and was able to see Shiloh, but even if someone's standing in Shiloh and was able to see a place that's further away, that place would also be able to eat Kachim Kalam and Maishashini. It's considered like you're within the city. However, when dealing with Yushlaim, it was restricted to only be able to be eaten within the Chaymas Yushlaim and not anywhere further. Even if it would be Raya from the city of Yushlaim or if outside Yushlaim you'd be able to see into Yushlaim, you would still not be able to eat at that point Kachim Kalam or Maishashini. The Kan Vikan, and both in Mishkan Shiloh and in Yushlaim, Kachim Kachim Nechalim Lufnim Naklaim, Nikarun that was considered Kachim Kachim can only be eaten within the climb, within the curtains of the Chatzah when we're dealing with the Mishkan which had curtains and when we're dealing with the Basim English that didn't have curtains it only had walls then we're talking about the walls of the Azara and that was the restricted area that you're only able to eat Kachim Kalim in that area anywhere outside of that area of course you wouldn't be able to eat the meat of the Kachim Kachim and more than that if it goes outside of those areas it would be Nifsal B'yaytzei the Mishkan continues Kedusha Shiloi and we turned up Yudam Rav Yeshach Reheta one Shiloi was Nechrav and the Mishkan moved to Naiv and Gibbon the Din was that it was Heta Abamis at that point, and you could bring Kabanis on a Bamagdoyla and a Bamagtana, as we discussed before, exactly what Kabanis were referring to. However, once you had Kedush Yushlaim by Bayes Rishon, as well as Bayes Shani, there's no din that after that base Migdash, there was going to be a Heta Abamis at any point thereafter, and therefore in Hanami, even during the Gaulus of the 70 years between Bayes Rishon and Bayes Shani, there was no Heta Abamis, and Rashi points out that the reason why there was Heta Abamis after Shiloh is because the Pasuk says, Kiloi Basim Adata El and therefore the Gemara learns out in Masech Tzvachim El is referring to Mishkan Shiloi Shenachu Melechbaish because Shiloi started after they rested from capturing and dividing Eretz Yisrael. Dalanachl is referring to Yishlaim and therefore Lama Cholka and Chasam. Why did the Torah split into two different things? Kedilit and Heter Ben Zulazu to say that 
between those two Mekaymas, between Shilai and the base Migdash, would be a Hetabamis. And the Gemara begins, Shemati, I've heard from Arabim, Shemakrivim base Chaynab, Bismanazah, that a person is allowed to be Makar of a carbon, Bismanazah, in the house of Chaynab. Now, Mesechtis Menachis, the Gemara over there discusses what base Chaynab was, but basically, there was a person named Chaynab, and his brother plotted against him because he didn't want him to take over and become the Kayin Gadol, and therefore, he had to run away from Mishlaim, and he ran all the way to Mitzrayim, and over there, basically built a replica base of Mikdash, and over there, he became the Kayin Gadol, and the Shaila is over there, if it was considered a place of Kedusha, because he built L'Shem Shemaim, or it was actually in the Skav and Lavei the base Chaynav was actually a place of Tumah, but according to Agamar, Rabbi Yitzchak says, I've heard that the Makar base Chaynav is Manazem, meaning that he was in the Skav L'Shem Shemaim, and the Gemara now continues and says, Kasava base Chaynav, La base Avedi Zarah, first of all, base Chaynav is not a place of Avedi Zarah, the Kasava, and he also holds Kedusha Rishayna, Kitshul Shaita, Veloy Kitshul Asalavi, that the Kedusha Rishayna of the base of Migdash was Mekudish for that time, but it wasn't Mekudish for after the Churban Abayas, as Rashi says, Asid Lavi, Klaima Mishitechrav, once there was the Churban Abayas, then there was a Heta Abamis, as Rashi says in the Rashi before that he holds that the Scotchy Shlaim ain't a Kedush Loilam, that the Kedush of Shlaim was not Kaddish Loilam, whom is Shechavah, Hutra and therefore once it was destroyed, at this point there was no Kedush in Shlaim, and therefore now we receive back the Heta Abamis. Mar brings a Pasuk, the Chsib, as it says in the Pasuk, he lay Basim ad Ata, Elamnucha Velanachla, because yet at this point you didn't get the point of resting and the place of Yenachla, meaning Menucha Zu Shilai, Menucha is referring to the Makam of Shilai, and Nachla Zu Yushlaim, and Nachla is referring to the inheritance, referring to the base of Middash in Yushlaim, and therefore we compare Makish Nachla Menucha. We compare the base of Migdash and Shilai. Ma Menucha Yeshachrei Hata. Just like after Shilai, there was a Heta Bamis. After that, as we said in Noivin Givain, Af Nachla also. Once they got to the base of Migdash, Yeshachrei Hata. There's also going to be a Heta Bamis after the base of Migdash is destroyed, and that's why it's possible to be Makrivim the base Chayim of Bismanazer. Mark Tins Amrulei said they said to Rabbi Yitzchok Amr, did you really say such a din? Amrulei he said to them, Loy, I never said this. But Amr Rav Rav said, Halakim Alas and Shvua. Amr I make a Shvua that Rabbi Yitzchok definitely said this and I heard a person from him and I learned it from him on my time in Kohad Bay so the Gemara is why is it that Rabbi Yitzchak was Hada and now he holds that you can't be Makar in Beis Chayinav and he holds that after Bayashani you can't be Makar in Kabanis on Bamis there was no Heta Bamis the Gemara explains the reason Rabbi Yitzchak was Chayza is Bishim Kashra Amir because he had the Kashra Amir the Meisra Amir because Amir asked a question from our Mishnah it says Mefurish Kedusha Shiloh Yeshachra Hata after Shiloh there was a Heta Bamis Kedusha Shulayim but after the base of Mikdash in Achra Hata there's no Heta Bamis and therefore it's Mefurish from the Mishnah that you can't go and be makrev in base chaynav. We also have another mission that states Mishibari Lushlaim Nesra Abamis that at the time they came to Shlaim and they built a Bayes Rishon, then the Heta Abamis never came back. And it never became another Heta for Abamis. Because Yushlaim became a Nakhla, and that's the Makam Ashkina, and you can't replace that anywhere else. And the Gemara continues and says Tanoi that this is actually Makhlik's Tanoyim if Kedush Rishon and Kedush Yushlaim it's Kitchel Shaita or Kitchel Aslavai or not. Tan, as we see in the Mishnah, Amr Abelazar Abelazar said, Shemati I've heard, when they were building the Hechel and were during the period of construction during the time of Ezra by Bayashani, also Klaim Hechel the Klaim Lazara, they erected curtains for the Hechel for the Kaidish, which had, of course, the Aran, the Shulcha, the Menorah, and the Mizbech, and they also made Klaim curtains around the Azara, which, of course, doesn't have as much Kedusha. In the Hechel, in order to construct the wall, they made sure to make those curtains on the inside of the wall, and then they actually worked on the perimeter of the curtains in order that they shouldn't stand in the Kaidish when they were doing work because there was greater Kedusha and even a Kayin for example can't generally go into the Kaidish if he's not going in in order to do the Avaida and therefore they were Machmer in order to stand outside and do work outside of that area however regarding the Azar when they were actually constructing the walls they actually hung the curtain at a point which was closer to the outside of the perimeter 
around the wall, and then they would stand within the actual Azara, and they would build the wall while standing on the inside of the Azara. Rashi explains this because at this point the Gemara feels Rabbi Leza actually holds that Kedusha Rishayna like Kichalas Lave, and therefore there was no Kedusha to the Makam and Mikdash in order to bring Kabanais, they actually had to make these curtains in order to give it surah of the base of Mikdash, and then they were able to bring Kabanais during the 22 years that they were in the middle of building the base of Mikdash. Rashi also explains Shem is Bech, Abani Bazar, because the Mizbech that's built on Azara, it needs to be called Asha Pesach El Mayid. But for Um Rabbi Shur, the Gemara says, Rabbi Shur states, Shemate, I heard Shemakrim and Afapisha in Bayes, they allowed to be Makrim of Carbon, even though there's no base of Mikdash, and there are no curtains around because there's no problem since we know Kedusha Rishayna is Kitchel Shaita, Vikitch lost Lava, and never lost its Kedusha. And Eichel Kachim Kachim, Afapisha and Klaim, you can eat the Kachim Kachim even there's no Klaim, and we eat it in the Makrim that used to be that Makrim of the Kaidish because that has the Kedusha still. Kachim Kalim and Maishashani, Afapisha and Klaim, and you let eat the Kachim Kalim and Maishashani in Yishlaim, even though there's no wall, the place, Kedusha Rishayna, Kitchel Shaita, Vikitch lost Lava. So the Gemara now points out, as we explained, Michlal, the Rabbeleza Savit, Rabbeleza must hold that since we had to put up the and we had to construct these curtains around these areas that like Kishla Slava, it must be they had to do that in order to create the Kedusha anew in the bias. And as Rashi says, the Chazra Kitchen Betaitis of Ashir, that they actually rededicated the base of Migdash by bringing Karbanas Taida and through Shir, and therefore we see that Kedusha Rishayna, Kitchel Shaita, for like Kitchela Slava, according to Rabbeleza. Keep in mind that the Rashba is that according to the Gemara that said that this Machlaik is Tanayim, if Kedusha Rishayna, Kitchela Slava, or like Kitchela Slava, then why did Rabbi Yitzchak have to be Chazra? Rabbi Yitzchak could have just answered and responded. That I'm going in Quintana Mandama, that Kedusha Rishayna, Kitchel Shaita, Vlai Kitchel Aslava, and therefore there was a Hatabamis at this point, and that's why they could bring Kabanis in Beis Chaynav. And the Gemara continues, Amli Ravina Ravashi, Ravina says to Ravashi, Mimai, how do you know that his Machlaikis is between Rabbi Lezra and Bishua if Kitchel Aslava, Vlai Kitchel Aslava, Mimai, Dilma Dukuli, Amma Kedusha Rishayna, Kitchel Shaita, Vikitchel Aslava, maybe even Rabbi Lezra agrees that Kedusha Rishayna is Kitchel Shaita, Vikitchel Aslava, and therefore there is no Hatabamis. Now, if so, then why would Rabbi Lezra actually say that they had to put up these curtains? Around these areas of the Azara and the Hechal. And the Gemara just says it was more of a Mitzias, Umar my Dishmile Kama, Umar my Dishmile Kama, but be sure Rebbe are not arguing in halachic status, but they're arguing just what the Mitzias was at the point of Ezra. How did they actually build the base of Middash? Did they make these curtains and form the base of Middash much earlier than it actually was finished, or did they not do it and they waited for 22 years until the base of Middash was actually completed? There is no question that even if Lefir Abeleza and definitely Lefir Abishua, there was no need to actually have curtains around the base of Middash in order to actually bring the Kabanis, it was a din of Kedusha Rishayna, Kitchel Shaita, Vikitchel Aslavai, and therefore it was Mutta to bring the Kabanis right away in the Makamah Migdash. Ravina says, If so, claim Rabbeleza Lamli, why would you need curtains according to Rabbeleza? Lachar, you don't need it to re establish a Kedusha. Dr. Gemara, the Tznus of Alma was only to create stairs, create privacy while they're doing their Avaitis. The Gemara continues, Eloki Hani Tanoi, the Machlaikis, if Kedusha Rishayna, Kitchel Shaita, Vikitchel Aslavai, or it's like Kitchel Aslavai, is actually based on the following Machlaikis Tanoi. The Tani, we have a Brice, or Rabbishwal Rabbesi, Rabbishwal Rabbesi states, why is it that when the Gemara over there is talking about the Barta Chayma, it actually counts only nine cities that were considered Mukafas Chayma and Maisha Shubinun? How can we say that there were only nine cities, but the actual Mishnah over there says, meaning that there were many other cities that had walls in Maisha Shubinun? So Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi explains, because when the people came back from Golis and they came back to Israel, they found these walled cities, the Kitchum, and they re sanctified them, and therefore they became once again. But the original other ones, which they found, which were disrepair, no one actually lived back in these cities. The kedusha fell off of them, and therefore they are not considered bata even in bayasheni. But you see from here that Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi holds kedusha yishayna kitchul shaita for like kitchul aslavid. There was no kedusha on these cities. 
love after the Chorbin, and the only way that they got the Kedusha was because they re-sanctified them through the methods that are taught to us in Mesech the Shavuos. This version of Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Yisi comes out that there is a town that holds that like Kitchelos Lavei, and therefore there would be a Hatabamis, and therefore you could be Makrav and Beis Chaynab. But the Gemara now is a steer, very minimal. I'll bring you a steer. I'm Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Yisi. Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Yisi himself said, Vichelu Bilvadahayu were the only nine cities, Valik Vanemir, but the Pasuk in Pashas Dvarim says, Shishim Ir Kachavel Agav, the 60 cities of Chavel Agav, Mamlechas Eib Melchabashan, were captured by Moshe Rabbeinu. Uksivan says over there, Kal Ela, all of these are in Betsuras Chaymagavaya. There are fortified cities which had very high walls. So you see there were at least 60 cities that were Mukav Chaymim, Moshe just in the Chalik of Eib Melchabashan. So what is significant about these nine cities that the Chum actually mentioned this in Mesech Tzachin? Shech Shaol Bnei because when the people came up from Gauls, Matzu they found these cities and they were habitable. The Kitchum and they were them. Now the Gemara says Kitchum. It doesn't make sense in this version of Rabbi Shmuel. But basically, say the Lush of Kedusha because of course they didn't re-sanctify them. Because as we'll see on Daf Yudam and Beis that this Mandama actually holds that Kedusha we shine the Kitchel Shaita the Kitchel Aslava and therefore it didn't need Kedusha. And we continue on Daf Yudam and Beis and the Gemara actually says that. We're going to see in a moment in the Brisa they don't need new Kedusha because Kitchlas Lavai. Elo, what it meant to say is Matuas Elo, they found these cities and these cities still had a wall around them and they were habitable and therefore they counted these nine cities. But other cities, even though they originally had a wall from Yemeshishubanun, but now they didn't recount it and therefore they weren't counted in the Batar Rechema. The Brisa continues, not only this, any city that is a Messias from your forefathers, Shemakavs Chaim Yemeshishubanun, that they're considered that all mitzvahs that are noyig in a city that has a wall around them would be noyig in that city because we hold that and therefore you don't have to rededicate it and you don't have to re-sanctify it because it has Kedusha intrinsically and Rashi says what other mitzvahs are noyig and Kriyas Megillah on the 15th of Adah and Bayes is called but the safe Shana it has the dinam of Batar Echema the Gemara now continues and says Kashir so we see a steer between the first Rabbi Shmuel that said like Kishlas Lavei and this price Rabbi Shmuel that says Kishlas Lavei and that the Gemara says in Chadami trade Tanoi leave it Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi is two different Tanoim as to what Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi stated. The Rabbi Yisai more you could say Harabalaz Rabbi Yisai Amra the second member even though we said in the name Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi it really wasn't Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi it was really Harabalaz Rabbi and therefore there's no steer between Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Shmuel the Tanya because we see clearly from a price saw that Harabalaz Rabbi is of the opinion that Kedusha Rishon is Kishul Shaita and Kishlas Lavei as it says Harabalaz Rabbi Yisai it says it has a chayma and it also says it with an olive it does not have a chayma that even if it doesn't have the wall right now and had a wall before and it's still considered and there's no need for a new Kedusha because it's Kedusha now interestingly enough Rashi says at the end of Rashi he says so it's mashman that Rashi holds that that we were talking about before is only in the second terrace where we have a sheet of Rabbi and we have a sheet of Rabbi but according to the first terrace even though we're saying that it's trait Tanoi Libra Bishmal Brabesi, it's possible that Rashi does not feel that that's considered a Machlaikis Tanoim because it's just a question of what Rabbi Shmuel Brabesi said. There's no question that Rabbi Shmuel Brabesi himself didn't hold both Kitchelas Lavai and Loy Kitchelas Lavai, and therefore that's not the basis of Tanoi. We continue with the Gemara. Vahibi Mechashverish, the Megillah states that it was at the time of Achashverish. Amr Ablai, Rabbi says, Vitim Rabbinsin, and some say Rabbinsin, Dabazem says, Vitim Achashverish, this is a mysterious that we have from Achashverish. Anytime it says Lashabai, he in Tanakh ain't a Lashon Tsar teaching us that there was a Tsar. The Gemara goes through many examples. Vahibim Echashverus in the Megillah it says Vahibim Echashverus have a Haman that's talking about the mice of Haman. Vahibim Echashverus have a Rav talking about the case and the story.
Nami and Avimelech, there was a terrible hunger. That the Torah says that when Adam started increasing the world, and then it says, the terrible things that a person was capable of. When they went out and went towards the east, and then it says, they came up with the idea to make Migdal Bavel. It says, the four Malachim fighting the five Malachim. It says, again, there was a great war. When Yeshua was in Yeshua, we saw before on Daf Gimel that the Malach came to Yeshua and had a time against Klai Yisrael for not learning. He came with his outstretched hand with a sword. Kaddish Baruch was with Yeshua and Yeshua won the war against Yerichai and then Klai Yisrael went and took from the spoils and therefore they lost the next war in Ai. And the Pesach says Benegei Shmuel's father there was a person from Ramesayim and it says afterwards because he loved Chana and Hashem closed up her womb. And then the Pesach says Vahi Kasher Zok and Shmuel Shmuel got older and his children didn't follow in his ways. Vahi Davod Chol Drachav Maskal Hashem Imai that David was very smart and he was successful in all of his ways and Hashem was with him and then it says Vahi Shal Oyin is David Shal became jealous of David and he looked at him with an eye in Ra. It also says Vahi Ki Yashav HaMelech Bebeza when David HaMelech was sitting in his house and then HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells him Rak Ataloi Siv Nabayis you won't be building the base of Migdash only Shleim HaMelech will build the base of Migdash and the Gemara now is how can you say that every time it says Vahi it means Sar Vaksiv Vahi Vayom Shmini Pasha Shmini it says which is a lashon vayhi. we have a brayso. that day that day had a great simcha, exactly like the same as Hakadosh Baruch was happy on the day of creation of Shemayim Baritz. How do we know that? It says over here So therefore, we see that since it uses similar lashon, we see the simcha was the same as Briyas Shemayim Baritz. And even though it says vayhi, it's not a lashon sar. Of course, we know on that day, Nadav Aviyu actually died, and therefore there was actually a tsar. Gemara now asks a few questions. Vaksiv, it says in the Pasuk, Vahibishmanim Shana, Vahabamei Shana, talking about Binyan Bayis Rishon, it uses the term that it was the 480th year, and we know that that was a great simcha. Vaksiv, and it also says in the Pasuk, Hikashiro Yaakov is Rachel, when Yaakov saw Rachel again, he used the Lashon Vahib, Vaksiv, Vayarab, Vayavaki, Yamechon, Vaikashani, also says Vayarab, Vayavaki, Yamshani, Vaikashishi, also on Tuesday, Vaikatuva, and many times it says Vahib, which are not referring to a time with tsar, so Maravashi, when just says vayhi, it could be a lashon sar and it could be a lashon of simcha. But vayhi b'mei ain't a lashon sar. When it says it was in the times, then it's always a lashon of sar. And once heard of pshat that vayhi b'mei means it was in the time, which is mashpah that you're living in that time, and therefore you're so focused on your tzar that you can't imagine that time will ever go on and that time will heal. Gemara says chamisha vayhi b'mei. Have it actually five times. It says vayhi b'mei. Vayhi b'mei achashveish. Vayhi b'mei shvei l'sheitim. Vayhi b'mei amrafal. Vayhi b'mei achaz. Vayhi b'mei yarkum. And all of these times were times of tsar. And the Gemara continues, Arab Levi, this thing is a Messiah from our forefathers. Omuts and Matzah, Achamhava. Omuts and Amatzah were brothers. We know that Omuts was the father of Yeshaya, as it says, Yeshaya ben Amuts. And we know that Amatzah was the Melech Yehuda. The Gemara says, My Kamashmon, what's the great Kiddush? What are you teaching us? And the Gemara says, If you have a Kala that's a Tsua in a fatherless house, then then she'll be Zoycha, that'll come out of our kings and the as we know, Minola Mitama, we see from Tama, the Chsib, by Yerah Yehuda, Bechshvela Zaina, the Yehuda saw, and he thought that she was a Zaina, Kichisa Penal, because she covered her face. In fact, Gemara, how can you say, Mishun the Chisa Penal, Bechshvela Zaina? Usually a Zaina has a face uncovered. Why would the Torah tell us that Yehuda thought that she was a Zaina because her face was covered? And the Gemara therefore explains, Ella Mishun the Chisa Penal, Bechshvela, because of the fact that during the time that she lived by her father in law, by Yehuda, she always kept her face covered, therefore he never recognized her, and now that he saw her face, he didn't know what I was talking about.
and therefore this whole Maisa happened and she eventually was Zaycha to have kings and Nevi'im come from her. The Gemara explains Melachim and David, kings come from David which was one of her descendants. Nevi'im, how do we know that Nevi'im actually comes from Tamar, Dom Rav Levi, because Rav Levi said this is a that Amitz and Amatzah Achim Havu that Amitz and Amatzah are brothers. Now Amatzah we know was a Melech and therefore it comes from David and was the son of Amatzah and he was a Navi and therefore we see that Yishayahu was related to Amatzah who was the king and therefore we see that they both came from David they both came from Yehuda and from Tamar and the Gemara continues I believe he, I believe he stated that this thing was a Messiah to us from our forefathers the Makam of the Aaron did not take up any space and this Gemara we already had in Masech Tzuma Tanya Amihaki we learned to write similarly the Aaron that Moshe made had ten Amis to each side of it in the Makam of the Beis Amidosh in the Kaddish Kedashim Sivan the Pasuk says and the Kaddish Kedashim was 20 Amis by 20 Amis we know the Knafim the wings of the Kuvim were 10 Amis by 10 Amis so now if that's true then it was 20 by 20 and it says that the Aaron had 10 Amis on each side of it so where was the Aaron actually standing therefore we see that it was actually standing with the nays and it actually didn't take up any actual space and it didn't have a physical space in this world and we will stop over here